Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Biden host French President Manuel Macron at the White House. The D.C. Council's proposal for Metro bus service will have a huge impact after hours. In downtown D.C., I'm John Doman. Wall Street begins this trading day on a mixed note. Good morning, 4 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Dell Small Business. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. President Biden welcomed French President Emmanuel Macron to the White House last night during the first state dinner of the Biden presidency. Two friends were united by the greatest of causes. Today, we're still united by the greatest of causes. Democracy, liberty, equality, opportunity, and freedom. The bill passed by the House to require railroads and 12 rail unions to work under a contract agreed to in September passed the Senate on Thursday. I'm Stephen Portnoy, asked at a White House news conference about criticism of the contract leveled by railroad workers. The president scoffed. I negotiated a contract no one else could negotiate. Mr. Biden points to the pay increase workers are in for. They got a 43 45% increase in salary. Though it's actually 24% compounded over the five-year span of the agreement. The president insists he is a supporter of paid sick leave and will continue to fight for it for all workers. The Supreme Court has agreed to hear arguments later this winter on the Biden administration's student loan forgiveness program. Loyola Law School professor Lori Levinson. It's an important issue that needs to get decided fairly soon because we have millions of people, close to 26 million people who have applied for relief under the new Biden administration program. At Van Nuys Middle School in Sherman Oaks, California, responders found at least 10 students who'd ingested cannabis edibles. L.A. Fire Department spokesman Eric Scott. Lethargic as if we were seeing them, their faces looked a little glazed over and they were lethargic. It, they were still... Um, uh, fairly alert and oriented to the extent that they were not placed in serious or critical condition. But again, we stated that they were in a mild to moderate distress. Now, the latest on Team USA at the World Cup from CBS's Jim Crisula. 24-year-old Team USA star Christian Pulisic is nursing a bruised pelvic bone after colliding with the Rams goalkeeper after scoring a crucial goal against that team. I'm taking it day by day right now, and I will do everything in my power to work with this medical team and make sure that I can I can play. That would be Saturday against the Netherlands. The rapper formerly known as Kanye West has once again been suspended from Twitter. In a message posted to the platform, owner Elon Musk wrote, I tried my best. Despite that, he again violated our rule against incitement to violence. The Washington, D.C. police force is recruiting new officers in Philadelphia. The department is offering a $20,000 hiring bonus and a $6,000 temporary rental assistance package. Philly is already short itself. About 500 officers and more than 500 are off-duty because of injuries. This is CBS News. Dell's Cyber Monday business sale starts now with up to 50% off on select business PCs powered by 12th Gen Intel Core processors. Call 877-ASK-DELL. Get your workout in while getting caught up on the day's biggest news story. And what is the point of this? Clearly some sort of system failed here. So I think this is a pretty big deal. Get tips on the best DMV date spots while cooking dinner. Top of the Watergate Hotel. We're going to go on some bikes. I am not a camper. WTOP's DMV Download Podcast. It's easy to listen no matter what you're doing. I mean, come on. 20-minute episodes, weekday afternoons. Presented by Steamfitters Local 602. Download wherever you get your podcasts. WTOP. 403. 
Friday morning, 2nd of December, 2022. Mostly sunny, lighter winds today. The high should get to about 50 in most of the region. We're breaking up to 25 degrees in our nation's capital right now. Good morning to you. Indeed, Lane B. Thank you for taking us along for your early morning ride. Topping the local stories we're looking at for you as we ride into this Friday morning together. A murder suspect who police say was toying with them by calling 911 is now this morning under arrest. His capture coming a day after he was dubbed Fairfax County's most wanted. It's unclear whether anyone's going to get the $11,000 reward. The arrest happened after a stakeout of the vehicle believed being used by 43-year-old Kion Omar Braxton Trot McLean. Fairfax County Police say he returned to the vehicle and a subsequent chase ended with a tactical maneuver that left Trot McLean's vehicle in a shallow ditch. That's in front of a house on Colonial Avenue, just off of Old Mount Vernon Highway, which is near Woodley Hills Elementary. Trot McLean lives here in Mount Vernon, and the man he's accused of shooting to death October 2nd was killed in Mount Vernon. Brandon Wims was the great nephew of Gregory Wims, who founded the Victims' Rights Foundation. At the police, Mount Vernon District Station, Christy King, WTOP News. WTOP TOP at 404. Virginia has its first death from Mpox to tell you about this morning. That is the new name, by the way, for what used to be called monkeypox. The state's health department says the patient was an adult who lived in the state's eastern health region. Health managers say you should contact your health care provider if you have fever, chills, swollen lymph nodes, or a new unexplained rash. And people who might have been exposed to Mpox should receive, they say, the vaccine as soon as possible to reduce the chance of developing it. Mpox, again, the new term for monkeypox and is spread, we're told, through close person-to-person contact. A woman in critical condition this morning locally after an early Thursday morning fire that gutted a townhouse in Odenton. Two homes are now unsafe to occupy this morning. The Anne Arundel County Fire Department says flames broke out soon before 2.30 a.m. Thursday morning in the three-story townhome located on St. Michael's Circle near Fort Meade's main gate. The 67-year-old woman suffered burns and was taken to Bayview Medical Center. Another person in the house suffered smoke inhalation. Now, investigators are still searching for the cause this week, but they say the fire was driven, they think, by high winds and spread to a house next door. One resident... Tyran Foster Lewis was able to get her partially paralyzed aunt out of the home. She was then taken to a burn unit in critical condition. I didn't think about anything else. The priority was to get her out of the house. And we did. And I can say that it was nothing but God. Foster Lewis spoke with our news partners at NBC4 this week. Residents of both buildings are now without a place to stay this morning. It actually took 80 firefighters and all to get that fire under control. WTOP at 406. The transportation issues this morning. Next week, locally, the D.C. Council will vote on a brand new plan that would make Metro bus service free for anyone riding in the district beginning next summer. Even more importantly, for some, will be the plans to expand when someone can actually ride. If the plan is passed, the city's restaurant industry says free bus rides will help restaurants in a lot of ways. We're looking at increasing the number of guests. But Che Rudol Tabasola, who's with the Restaurant Association of Metropolitan Washington, says the proposal to extend the 12 busiest bus routes in D.C. 24 hours a day is huge for workers. They get off work, closing the kitchen, closing at the bar, 10, 11 plus at night. Under the plan offered by Ward 6 Councilman Charles Allen, late night 
night service would run in all eight wards of the city, giving workers the option to avoid ride shares if they work into the early morning hours. It's part of D.C. being a 24-hour city, and it's going to be crucial to our recovery. In downtown D.C., John Dome and WTOP News. WTOP News time now 407. Traffic and weather on the way. Lorraine knew she wanted to adopt a teenager from foster care. I love teenagers. I think it adds an element of fun because you can really do activities as a family that everybody loves. The Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption believes you're never too old for family. More than 20,000 children in the U.S. are at risk of aging out of foster care without a family. Learn how you can help at DaveThomasFoundation.org. Up ahead this 4 a.m. hour on WTLP, the very latest on the war between Russia and Ukraine this morning. Good morning, You're with Dean Lane on WTLP. At 4.08 Friday morning, welcome in. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Good weather on the 8th. Good Friday morning to Rich Hunter in the WTLP Traffic Center. And again, heads up if you're traveling eastbound 70 uh, right near the Washington County, Frederick County line as you head down or head up South Mountain. Again, the disabled vehicle is along the left. I believe that Maryland State Police arrived on scene and now have him on the left shoulder. So you should find the lanes reopen. Beyond that, nothing else anyway. Getting into Frederick to 70 south from Frederick down to the Bellway. So far, so good. Uh, no incidents reported in your way. Uh, still in good shape on both I-95 and the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. Parkway was also moving well inside the Bellway, headed down toward the district. Now, on the inner loop of the Bellway, as you approach Old Georgetown Road, was an incident involving a tractor trailer which struck a deer. Again, that's blocking the left side of the roadway. They have to wait for a heavy-duty record to get that thing moved. For now, stay right to get by. The good news is volume is fairly light on the inner loops, not causing much of a delay, but be aware they are out there. On the outer loop of the Bellway, as you come off the American Legion Bridge, headed down toward to a point near Georgetown Pike. Again, single file left gets you through that work zone. So far, no evidence that they have started to pick that one up. Uh, inner loop, they are actively picking up the work between Arlington Boulevard and I-66, but they still have a ways to go there. So, again, stay left to get by. And, again, the express lanes on the inner loop are open and get you by without delay. Looking for a new car? The wait is over. Fitzgerald Allemaal has hundreds of new and used cars to choose from. Visit fitsmall.com. Transparency you can trust. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. We've got a cold start to your Friday morning for sure, so you will need the coats out there, the gloves, the hats, whatever. We're talking temperatures in the low to mid-20s for most areas. Now, we do rebound nicely. Sunshine, look for a high temperature around 52 and with light wind. That's a nice afternoon. On Saturday, we'll see a good chance for shower activity early. It will be uh, warm again with a high of 63, but you'll need the umbrellas early in the day. Late in the day, we'll see the wind pick up. Strong winds ushering in much colder air. On Sunday, we're seeing highs only in the 40s. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. You're waking up to a bit of a chill this Friday morning, 4 a.m. hour, December 2nd. We're 23 degrees in Chantilly this morning, 26 Columbia, 34 in Penn Quarter. We are 25 and holding in our nation's capital, 4 a.m. hour, Friday morning, December 2nd. Welcome into WTOP. Glad you're with us at 103.5 FM, WTOP.com, and, of course, on the WTOP app. This is check brought to you this early morning on WTOP by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Good morning. Glad you're with us on WTOP. This is WTOP News. The time now is 4 
Since 1988, World AIDS Day has been observed every year on December 1st. In Northwest D.C., a candlelight vigil this week honoring those who have died. It's a sacred day. Dr. Randy Pumphrey is Senior Director of Behavioral Health at Whitman Walker Health, a community facility on the front lines of the HIV-AIDS fight since the beginning. People all over the world are remembering and giving tribute to persons who have died. And it's really important to stop and remember. Pumphrey says advanced treatments that allow people to live with HIV and not spread it to their partners was a huge turning point for reducing the stigma associated with an HIV diagnosis. I had friends who were about to die, who did not die, and are still alive today because of those discoveries. But Pumphrey says the real goal is to end HIV with a vaccine. I live in hope. Sarah Jacobs, WTOP News. Each year, hundreds of veterans die by suicide. But there is hope locally in Maryland that some of those deaths can be prevented with some additional training for medical care providers and their staff. When it comes to former and current military members. Half of those who have attempted or died by suicide have seen their primary care physician within 30 days. So Joy Ashcraft, Director of Maryland's Commitment to Veterans, part of the Department of Health in the state, says the Trained Military Assistance Provider Program for Doctors and their staff aims at helping those offices help active duty and former military patients who may need help. There are also tips on dealing with tough conversations, including gun storage. What kind of things they can use to give to the individual, whether it is a uh, cable lock for their handgun. Learn more about the program at WTOP.com. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Turning to the latest in the war this morning, just as power crews in Ukraine's Kherson region had restored electricity to about a fifth of the population, a new wave of Russian bombs has knocked out electricity again. And there is some concerning news regarding an American prisoner held in Russia. This morning, WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green with more for us. It's Paul Whelan. His brother tells WTOP they haven't heard from him for a week, which is unusual. Not only has he not been in contact for over a week, he didn't contact uh, our family on Thanksgiving, which is an important holiday in our family. Wayland's twin brother, David, says as troubling as that was, something even more worrying. He missed our dad's birthday. Our dad turned 85. David told WTOP his brother is not overly sentimental, but... Holidays and birthdays are important to him. He would not have missed those two events. The Russian government is saying he's been taken to a hospital. But according to David Whelan, neither his brother's lawyers nor any of the embassy officials from several countries that check on him know why or if he's even there. And as mentioned, this has been going on for more than a week now. So they're all wondering where Paul Whelan is. A letter bomb showed up at the U.S. Embassy in Madrid. We know about the ones one exploded at the Ukrainian embassy. Are all of these connected? One sent to the Ukrainian embassy, as you mentioned, another to a weapons factory that supplied rocket launchers to Ukraine to use in the war against Russia. And one of those, uh, the one the Ukrainian embassy expands of hands of an employee, another was detonated at that weapons plant. So this one turned up at the U.S. Embassy in Madrid. A State Department spokesperson on where they thought this was going or how it was connected or if it was. Spanish authorities detonated it and they say this is the sixth letter that's turned up. They believe they've all been sent from inside Spain and from the same person. And they also suggest the, the common denominator here with all of these letters is the war in Ukraine. With the latest of the war between Ukraine and Russia, WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green, talking with Sean and Hillary. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. 
Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Good Friday morning, 2nd of December, 4.15, Indeed Sports Time. And our first 4 a.m. check this morning with Rob. The Capitals' two first-period goals weren't enough to escape Seattle with a win as the Kraken stunned the Caps 3-2 in overtime, scoring the game winner just seven seconds into the extra session, Martin Ferravari. We just slowed down on everything, and uh, we turned backs uh, a lot, and uh, I don't think we deserved to win today. Like um, We were just getting worse, I think, and uh, they played pretty hard. Former Capitals came back to haunt them as Philip Grubauer made 21 saves in a solid night in net for Seattle, and Daniel Sprung assisted on the game tying goal late in the third period. Despite being a heavy underdog, number 20 Maryland handed 7th-ranked Notre Dame its first loss of the season, 74-72 in the ACC Big Ten Challenge. Diamond Miller, the hero, she scored Maryland's final five points, including the jumper at the buzzer to cap her 31-point, 12-rebound masterpiece. Thursday night football in New England had a 1980s feel to it as the Patriots wore their Pat Patriot throwback uniforms in a 24-10 loss to the Buffalo Bills they fall back to 6-6. Six and six. Back home, the Washington Commanders' Joey Sly was named the NFC Special Teams Player of the Month for a dominant November in which he made all 10 of his field goals, including a career-high 58-yarder as part of his four-field goal game in Philadelphia, Scott Turner. He's done an outstanding job. Obviously, the Philly game is one that stands out with the long kicks. But just knowing that, like, hey, you get to a certain yard mark, you're going to at least get points on the board. You want to score touchdowns, but those threes add up as well. I have a bold prediction for Sly Sunday in New York. It's in this week's D.C. Sports Huddle, wherever you get your podcasts. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Thanks, Rob. As always, 417 on WTOP. Hawaii's erupting Mauna Loa volcano is showing no sign this morning of letting up, and lava from that volcano is also threatening the main highway that links the east and west coast of Hawaii's Big Island. Mauna Loa continues her fury. Two active vents are shooting fountains of lava into the air and feeding glowing rivers of molten rock down the mountainside. I waited my my whole life to see this. The rare event caused thousands of spectators to jam-pack the DKI highway, which became an impromptu viewing point. CBS News correspondent Jonathan Vigliotti on WTOP. One of the top stories we're working on this early morning for you on WTOP Friday and a win for the Justice Department this week. An appeals court stops the special master's review of records taken from Donald Trump's Florida home. We'll tell you what that means. The Senate has voted to avert a harmful freight rail strike for now. The measure now goes on to the president for his signature, President Joe Biden. The man who was called Fairfax County's most wanted is now this morning not wanted, but here behind bars. We'll tell you about the deadly shooting he's accused of in the minutes ahead. Keep it here on WTOP for full details. Friday morning, December 2nd, 2022, where the time now is 418. Good morning. Traffic and weather on the 8th, and when it breaks, over to Rich Hunter this morning in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, on the Bellway and Bethesda on the inner loop before Old Georgetown Road, all traffic now stopped as a result of the crash involving a tractor trailer that struck a deer. Heavy-duty wreckers are on scene. They're trying to get them into position, so for the moment, everybody stopped. You should be moving again here soon by squeezing to the right, but for the moment, everyone stopped in a loop just before Old Georgetown Road. Out of loop, not affected. All lanes are open as you head toward the big curve and beyond into Virginia, but then you've got the work there on the outer loop between uh, the uh, American Legion Bridge and to a point just beyond uh, Georgetown Pike, still getting by the work zone, single file to left. Again, no indication they've started to pick up yet, so just be aware as volume picks up, it's going to start to slow there just a little bit. 
In a loop of the Beltway, still picking up the long works, and it begins just south of Arlington Boulevard and extends uh, had extended all the way through uh, I-66, but now they're closer to Arlington Boulevard. Again, should have, it looks like it should have two left lanes now getting by what's left of that work zone. But again, there's still a delay there, although much briefer than it had been. Uh, back in Maryland in Silver Spring near Four Corners, University Boulevard East on the westbound side, uh, in the area of St. Lawrence Drive, had an early morning crash involving an overturned vehicle. It uh, looks like authorities are still out there, and you're getting by under police direction as a result. Rich Hunter, WTOB Traffic. Clear skies have allowed temperatures to drop mostly into the mid-20s this morning. Certainly a bundle-up factor to get your Friday underway. It'll be bright and sunny today. High temperatures right around 50 degrees. Temperatures will hold in the 40s overnight as clouds move in, and rain is expected by first thing Saturday morning. Saturday afternoon, lingering showers eventually drying out towards evening. Mild and breezy tomorrow with temperatures near 60 degrees. Dry but chilly again on Sunday with a high of 46 I'm Storm Team 4, meteorologist Chuck Bell for WTOP. Chilly this morning, and you know it is when one of the warmer spots is at Reagan National, where it's 34 degrees. It's 24 at Fort Belvoir, 34 Foggy Bottom, 34 Silver Spring. We're at 25 degrees in our nation's capital. This check brought to you by New Look Home Design. The roofing experts call 1-800-279-5300. That's 1-800-279-5300, newlookhomedesign.com. Check them out. Stick around. Coming up, shifting gears, checking out stuff for you to watch this weekend on WTOP, where the time now is 420. Good morning. Hey, listener. Welcome to Lemu's Karaoke Lounge, where my tool customizes your car insurance so you only pay for what you need, and the music never stops. Hit it. There's an emu with a full-time job. His partner's Doug, but Lemu's the heartthrob. Grubs and worms, that's what Lemu eats. Gotta fuel up to save you money and hit the streets. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. This is WTOP News. WTOP at 421. Good morning. A DC driver fought a $100 speed camera ticket and didn't stop fighting. Now the city's highest court agrees the ticket was apparently out of bounds, and that could help you. It's a story you're hearing first here on WTOP. It was three years ago when a speed camera on Military Road caught John Galberth of Baltimore County. He argued that tree branches were obscuring the speed limit sign. Now D.C.'s Court of Appeals has ruled that if a driver can show the speed limit sign was unreadable, that's grounds to have the ticket dismissed. I think it creates quite a difficult situation for the district. Ward 3 Councilmember Mary Chase says the ruling leaves D.C. open to other legal challenges. If I were driver and I got a $200 ticket, it might be worth my while to go out and just see what condition the sign was in and then contest it if I thought it was not conforming. Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. Grab the old popcorn, you know we're going to the movies. For many, Santa Claus and violence just do not mix at the movies. Santa, of course, a symbol of all that's good in the world, right? Well, the producers of this new movie disagree. It's called Violent Night. You ain't driving, are you? I steer a little, but the reindeer do my sewer. <laughs> this is my full fear as a Santa. How about you? I started the whole damn thing. This morning, film critic Christian Toto with his take. 
Well, honestly, if the idea of a violent, bloody Santa Claus feature is not your cup of tea, you really should stay far away from Violent Night because that's exactly what it is. And, you know, we get so many movies each year that are sweet and kind and sort of full of holiday cheer. But there's also sort of this subset of films that are just the opposite. They're dark, they're brooding, and sometimes they're extremely violent. That's where Violent Night falls. It's a story about Santa Claus played by David Harbour from Stranger Things fame. And he is a little bit burned out on Christmas. He's sick of the greed and all the materialism, but he has to push all that aside when he's enmeshed in this kidnapping situation. And it turns out that back in the day, this Santa Claus was a bit of a warrior, and he has to kind of summon that inner warrior once more to save a family in extreme duress. And that's where the bullets start flying and the blood starts spilling. This is a satirical, it's certainly darkly comic, but I also thought if that's the kind of movie you're looking for and the film makes no bones about it, then it's actually rather entertaining. Harper is quite good as Santa Claus. He's mostly violent, but also has a little bit of twinkle in his eye. There is a small sentimental subplot going on here, which I thought shouldn't work in a movie like this, but actually kind of does. So if the description makes you want to <laughs> look elsewhere, then by all means, look elsewhere. But if you like a, a bit of a darker Santa Claus, a Christmas movie that, that isn't sticky and sentimental, then I think Violent Night will kind of scratch that itch. Will Smith resurfaced this week on uh, Trevor Noah's Daily Show, and he did about a 20-minute interview, and he talked about the Oscar slap and how he felt about it and that he was going through a tough time and he was enraged. But what struck me, Christian, is that he is currently doing a National Geographic show where he travels all around the world. He's starring in an upcoming film that you'll review for us later called Emancipation. It seems to me that for all the furor back in March, Will Smith is back. I think I would gently disagree, which I don't often like to do with you, but he has suffered a sizable black eye when it comes to his public persona. He was really considered likable, lovable, one of our biggest stars, just impervious to all the slings and arrows our culture could shoot his way. And then with that one horrible act, I think a lot of that just went away. He suffered some professional indignities for sure. The Emancipation Project was a go before everything, you know, happened with the Oscars. But it's hard to say. I don't think he's gone. I don't think he's officially canceled. He will continue. But I also think that there should be some redemption in that when you create a horrible act and you're embarrassed before the entire world and you have to kind of endure that for month after month and your career may never be the same. He should be allowed to work again. That's just my two cents. But yeah, I understand what you're saying. It hasn't been so long and emancipation again is in the thick of the Oscar race. So I think to the casual observer, nothing changed. But listening to him speak and hearing how people think of him now, in a way, I think everything's changed. The stuff for you to watch this weekend, Christian Toto of HollywoodandToto.com on Skype with our Dimitri Sotis. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Time now to check your money news on WTOP on Wall Street. They begin with a mix today, this last day of your business week, Friday, closing bell Thursday. The Dow is off 195. Overseas this morning, Asian stocks are this hour lower across the board. The Nikkei is down by 448 points. The Hang Seng is down by 62. Good morning. Welcome in 426 on WTOP. Don't wait. Get ready for the holidays now during Court Furniture Outlet's year-end clearance event, where everything is on sale at the lowest prices of the year. At Court Furniture Outlet, you'll find everything you need to brighten up your home or make your workplace more comfortable. Court Furniture prices are super low because they lease their furniture for use in model homes, movies, and television by home stagers and corporate offices. And when the furniture comes back, they sell it for pennies on the dollar. But now, during Court Furniture Outlet's year-end clearance event, you'll save 
even more. Save an extra 20% off on a huge array of special buys. Sofa and chair sets from $4.99. Five-piece bedroom sets from $6.99. Cocktail and end table sets from $2.49. And lamps from $19. Come in today and discover why Court Furniture Outlet has been the secret destination of designers, home stagers,